People love incest. They're, it's endlessly fascinating. <laughs> Time drive. My name is Tyler Pino. My name is Michael Holler. Tyler, welcome to the future. It is the future, dude. Um, I heard about that on USA Today. I didn't actually see it because all of that's sold out. Um, it's the back. Was it? I think you were a day late on that when you told me. No. It Are you wasn't. sure? Yes, I am sure. But if for those of you who have not heard for whatever reason, um, today or at the time you're hearing this, every Back to the Future film now occurs in the past. Yep. On uh, October 21st, Pepsi actually did a conjunction release with Back to the Future's 30th anniversary and released in very limited quantities uh, the Pepsi Perfect Bottle from Back to the Future 2. And when I say very limited, I mean they released 12. Really? Yeah. Were they the same ones from Comic-Con? Yeah. Those were the 12? Yeah, the 12. There were 12 at Comic-Con. They released, I want to say, 600 at Comic-Con. Oh, okay. For a convention that housed 170,000. Right. And they released 12 on Amazon. That's awesome. Yeah. And then the following day, the 22nd, USA Today released their newspaper themed to the newspaper from Back to the Future 2, which, of course, has their new logo, and the headline is, Youth Jailed! Martin McFly! Arrested for... And they had the actual full article there. What do you get arrested for? Uh, uh, no, Biff Trading King. child pornography. Yeah, that's what it was. It was very, Back to the Future 2 was a very dark film. I don't remember the main plot of the, I don't remember that happening, but it probably did. Um, it's your kids, Marty! Something's gotta be done about your kids! So yeah, people have been losing their shit over Back to the Future, and I'm kind of surprised because that happened a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a great film, but I didn't expect it to have the cultural relevance that it has. Yeah. Um... So, anyway, back to the, like, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. It happened, it was a thing. Yeah. And now it's over. Yeah. What else that happened this past week is possibly the most hilariously tormenting thing you could ever imagine. You're talking about Justin Bieber's penis being released on the internet. Not like the thing itself, like a picture of it. Oh. Um, yeah, did you hear about that? I did not. <laughs> Justin Bieber nudes got leaked. Um... So I guess he was on in vacation in, like, uh, Bora Bora, I want to say. It, is that a place? I don't fucking know. But so, <laughs> paparazzi had an extremely long lens um, and was able to take pictures of him nude walking around from, like, miles away. Um, so that's, that's a thing that exists now. Uh, you could see it if you want. I don't know why you I, would want to. It's the background on my phone at the moment. <laughs> but uh, but no, I was talking about possibly the, the most hilarious thing is that uh, they, they debuted a new trailer for Star Wars. They're making a new Star Wars? That they are, and they, they showed the trailer and made Star Wars fans have to sit through two hours of football in order to see it. Yeah, I gotta imagine that like most people wouldn't care about that. I certainly would care about that because... Jeez, I hate football. I hate sports. <laughs> yeah, and, and I mean, a lot of people were upset that you had to wait through that. And they didn't say when it was going to be on. It's like, oh, you know, at this point in time, we're gonna, it's just like There's sometime like some point, during football. Yeah. You got to watch the whole game. I don't understand what the impetus for that would be. Is it the big football corporations? It's a giant conspiracy. They're like, you got to watch the whole game. Who gives a shit? Yeah. I guess advertisers, because they want you to see other ads. Yeah. And I figured it out. Yeah, but it was, um... It's the same problem that always happens. It's capitalism, Michael. Yeah. Fucks us all over. We should be socialist, communist dictatorship. Not if Donald Trump gets his way. Yeah. Um... I kind of hope that Donald Trump becomes president. <laughs> because... I think it would just be so much more... In it would be a much more interesting world to live in. Because it might be the end of the world. Like, he would have access to the nuclear codes and shit. And I don't think he's competent enough to understand that you don't just nuke everything. <laughs> um, 
I don't know. What were we talking about? Star Wars? Star Wars. We got off this tangent. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe the last time we recorded, we, uh, we announced that Star Wars Force Awakens tickets would be going on sale on Monday the 19th. And uh, boy, that they did. And they, sure is enough, they, they broke the internet. They did. Yeah. You cannot see Star Wars. It's not even coming out for like months. And you're not going to be able to see this film um, anywhere in New York if you didn't get your ticket in time, which we almost didn't. Yeah, no, because what happened was I, was I was actually working at the time the tickets were released. And they initially said the tickets would be out 8.30, but Fandango tweeted out, they're like, tickets are on sale early, you're welcome, guys. And it was like 7.59. And uh, so tickets went on sale early, and I found out about this at about 8.04. Lucky you. So it's five minutes later. They they used the Comic-Con uh, method of just releasing it whenever the fuck they wanted. And not telling anyone. Yeah. Well, this time they, they tweeted it so everyone knew. Everyone who follows them on Twitter, which I assume is not Why would you the follow largest. Fandango on Twitter? <laughs> exactly. I don't assume it's a large segment of the population. But, um, but they did. And four minutes after these tickets came out, every IMAX showing in Manhattan was sold out. For the first week. This is four minutes after. In okay. four minutes. For for an entire week. For an entire week, all IMAX showings were sold out. Wow. Yeah. How many IMAX theaters are there in the city? I want to say nine. What? That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Seems like too many. Yeah. If you ask me. Yeah. But How many do you really need? I because mean, like for, in the case of, the of time, Star Wars, more than nine. Well, yeah, but like most of the time, they're just showing like... Fucking documentaries about Antarctica and shit, or penguins. <laughs> I mean, that's what IMAX was originally for, wasn't it? They were just showing, like, nature docs. That's what I remember from my childhood. God, yeah. A bunch I, of horrible documentaries. I remember for the longest time, the only IMAX theater in Hawaii was at the Polynesian Cultural Center. Yeah? Yeah, possibly the most boring place on the planet. When I think of Polynesian culture, the only thing that springs to mind is the Polynesian sauce from Chick-fil-A, which is delicious. Um, and probably has nothing to do with any sort of Polynesian cuisine that's ever existed. But it's like red, and it's kind of sweet. It tastes like sweet and sour. But that's the only thing I know about Polynesian culture. <laughs> no, the only thing I remember from that culture center is they have a pretty kick-ass haunted house uh, in October, and also they teach you how to open a coconut. How do you do that? I, I mean, remember. I can figure it out. Yeah. You throw it on the ground really hard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um... But, but yeah, so we, we luckily managed to get tickets to see Star Wars on December 17th at 7 o'clock p.m. Mm -hmm. So the night before it opens. So we get to see it pretty much before everyone else, unless yeah, you're in so Europe. Fuck you. So, oh, is it being released first in Europe? Yeah, it's being released on the 16th. I hate when they do that. Why do they do that? Usually, I mean, it's to create the biggest opening weekend. They release it that one day early to just garner that even more, oh, it was the opening week, and this is how much money they gained. Well, yeah, but you get more money in the U.S. anyway. I mean, well, what's the difference? It's just, a, that's a matter of semantics at that point, because they're, they're, no one's going to come from Europe to here to watch it a day early. No, it's being played in Europe. I know, but yeah. like I'm saying, it, it just all seems relative. Like, if they, if they could release it any time that they wanted, and get more money i don't know what i'm saying well, I mean, man winter, I, winter i'm soldier just saying was... fuck europeans <laughs> i mean winter soldier was released like a month earlier sometimes they do that and that's what pisses me off is like they'll show it in japan a month early but i don't care about that because they speak a different language so it's different most people in europe speak a different language too but if the english get to see it before me just a month early fuck them seriously <laughs> this is hollywood films they belong to 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 me in particular not even just america i want to see him first because i'm entitled you sound like george lucas now yeah i just i don't i, I don't know why they're giving it to those i like we the, the foreign fucking bastards what do they ever do to deserve that we were the ones i don't know man fuck europe this is why you don't drink before recording a podcast, everyone. I drink my... I, oh God, I wish. I wish. That would be great right now. Drink. <laughs> but, uh, in the afternoon. But yeah, so, so point in case, if you're either living in Los Angeles or in New York and you want to see Star Wars, good luck. Yeah. Tickets are actually now on sale on eBay. Actually, I want to say it's $500 per why ticket. Why are our tickets not on eBay, then? Because 
fuck you, I'm seeing Star Wars. I bought the tickets, I get to watch Star Wars. That's true. I feel the same way about this that I feel about the uh, Pepsi Perfect when I was like, who would pay $20 for Pepsi Perfect? And now I'm seeing that they're going for like 600 bucks online. I'm like, why didn't I? The highest that? I saw was 7314 What the fuck, dude? That's a lot of money. Yeah. I could have sold that for. Yeah, you could have. Well, you technically couldn't have because at Comic-Con, the only way that you would be allowed to buy it is if you're dressed as Marty McFly as from the future. As if you're from Europe. Yeah, as if you're from Europe and you get to see Back to the Future Wait, a month early. true? Yeah. You had to be dressed as Marty McFly? From the future, yeah. Did they announce... Wait, from the future? What, what future was Marty McFly. So he didn't have, like, the orange vest? I don't remember the third Back to the Future at all, or second, whatever it is. I remember there being a Jaws 3D thing. Yeah, I Jaws 19. Movie. I don't think I've seen that movie since I was, like, five years old. Yeah, so what that did is... future Marty McFly look like? He had, like, the auto, the power lace shoes... Uh, he had the, oh, yeah, the jacket that adjusted that. the sleeves manually and uh-huh. the hat that looked like a tie-dye shirt. So if you showed up in, like, the big orange vest, they would turn you down? I think so. Jesus Christ. But I don't... I didn't follow... How many, I, I did not see a single... Well, maybe I did, because I don't remember what future Marty McFly looks like. But I was going to say, I didn't remember a single future for Marty McFly. I remember seeing thing. an exuberant amount of future Marty McFly's there. Did they announce that beforehand, or was this just a... Now, I didn't necessarily follow Pepsi. Why I not? Just, uh, who the fuck would follow Pepsi on Twitter? Who the fuck would follow Fandango on Twitter? I, but you did. I didn't, actually. I looked it up online after. Oh. Um, but, but no, I remember seeing it. New York Comic Con retweeted it a day before. Oh, well, it was nice of them to announce something ever. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. Anyways, so this new Star Wars trailer came out, and you've been saying that this is actually making you feel... Something inside. Something other than I don't necessarily death. know that the trailer did that. Because I only saw the trailer once before you played it again this morning. Um, I just... I, I, I'm starting to like the idea of a new Star Wars. Well, not that I ever didn't like the idea of a new Star Wars. I don't know. You didn't, I feel, you didn't feel the same way in 2000. When they're like, Attack of the Clones is going to be released next. Ve- oh, no. Yeah. I was, uh, yeah, for uh, Phantom Menace, I felt super excited. But I just, I even feel like right now, maybe it's just because I'm not a child, so I'm not immersed in, like, hyper-consumerist uh, children's culture Unlike at the myself. moment. Um, but I feel like the anticipation surrounding this movie is not what it was in 1999. But I think that's probably just me, because I'm not, I don't watch, I'm not, like, watching Nickelodeon. Um, I don't even own a TV. Well, I own a TV. It's not hooked up to anything, though. I think the public is just genuinely concerned or just skeptical. They're afraid that the Phantom Menace is going to happen again. And I've talked... I'm not. Yeah, and I've, I've talked to people Fuck like... the public. It's, you remember the last time Star Wars came back? It's Phantom Menace and Jar Jar. Yeah, but... And me... then you kind of have to explain to them, well, you know, actual filmmakers are making this one. Right. Yeah. Right. And it looks like maybe they don't... I, I, I can't say that they give a shit um, in terms of, you know, artistic... Uh, integrity, but they do seem to give a shit somehow. It could be a cynical shit where they're like, we need to make a lot of money with this movie, so we have to look like we care. Either way, you're going to get a better product. I don't really care if they have a soul or not. <laughs> well, it's I none mean, of my business. J.J. Abrams, he's always been an avid Star Wars fan, and what he did with the 2009 Star Trek film was he just took Star Trek and made it more like Star Wars. Well, that's the thing. It's like, you know, Star Trek works on television because they have a long time to tell their stories. In film, it should be a lot more like Star Wars. Um, especially if you're trying to court a general audience. I mean, it needs to be more of an action-adventure kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I understand completely. And I mean, it's it's, inter- it's interesting to see what that fanboyism mm-hmm. is going to translate to on screen. Yeah. Because, yes, we all want to see a good Star Wars film, but I don't think any of us want to see two hours worth of fan service. No. I would, yeah. It needs to be a good movie. Although, that being said... Well, actually, this trailer seemed less fan servicey than the other one. The other one I had uh, a few doubts about. Because I'm like, oh, look, it's on Chewie. Yeah, you complained about that. I did, because I don't, I don't want, even really want them to be in this movie. 
don't think they need to be there. I, I don't really mind them being in it if they were, like, secondary to the plot, but J.J. Abrams said ages ago, this is their story. I'm like, I don't need to watch an older version of Star Wars. Like, <laughs> well, the, whole thing is the that... Golden Girls on <laughs> Tatooine. Like, I don't need that. Hey, it's Jakku. Jakub. Jakub. But, um, but no, I mean, his whole thing was like, it's going to be, this is the film that's the passing of the torch between the old yeah, saga and yeah. the new one. But, like, I don't need Harrison Ford running around with a walker. Let and them I be supporting characters. Like, yeah. let them establish everything that happened, get us up to speed, and then well, these new people take care of it. Yeah, but I, I really like a lot of the themes that they're establishing in this new trailer. We haven't seen anything of Carrie Fisher. There we have. She hugs Han Solo. Gross. Yeah. And at that point, because there was a clip in the trailer. Was it where, in this trailer? Yeah, it was, oh, where yeah. she just hugs him. She wearing the slave Leia outfit? No, she was not. That's too bad. Yeah. Are, really, though, would you really want to see Carrie Fisher now in the slave Leia outfit? Not in, like, a sexual way, but, like, just as a morbid curiosity, yes. <laughs> to satisfy that morbid curiosity. Um, no, we get to see a oh, lot Oh, look, of... here's a siren, but I'm not going to stop it because we're short on time. Fucking hate this city. Jesus Christ. There's a lot of interesting points addressed in this trailer, and that's the fact that it's been 30 years later after the Battle of Endor, and some pretty crazy shit happened in those movies. Like, they fought the Imperials with a bunch of fuzzy bears. You know, it's something that no one ever addresses the fact of the Ewoks. Mm -hmm. The Ewoks are always really happy at the very end of the movie. Yeah. And it's probably not because they grasp the fact that they just brought down this galactic empire. They probably didn't give a shit. It probably didn't affect them in any capacity. I'm thinking, yeah, probably didn't. But... They seem to be they getting along just really fine. They seem really happy. Granted, you know that's the thing about the uh, Star Wars in general. Everybody seemed to be doing just fine. Like, the only ones who cared about the Empire were the rebels themselves. And Alderaan. And, well. Yeah, but Alderaan wouldn't have gotten blown up if it weren't. Really, it's the rebels' fault. Like, <laughs> yeah. Everybody, like, literally, there's there doesn't seem to be any hardship in that universe. Yeah, and I mean, like, you could just take the, the Death Star as, like, a nuclear deterrent. Like, the United States being like, listen, we built this thing... It blows up planets, mm -hmm. but, you know. Right. Like, I'm wondering if, like, you think, like, the Emperor or got any backlash from, like, what the fuck do you mean Grand Moff Tarkin just blew up a fucking planet? <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know, but, uh, yeah, it wasn't really the Emperor's call, was it? No, it was Grand Moff Tarkin. That's a lot of power to be giving to, to a Moff, even if he is grand. Yeah. But, um... But but no, you you always think like the Ewoks at the end of Revenge of the Jedi was that they seem really happy that they defeated all these stormtroopers and you see their empty stormtrooper helmets that they're like playing drums on. Now, if you think back, the only other time the Ewoks had a party was when they were going to eat Han, Chewie, and Luke. I know they're they're like a they're like a little Amazonian tribe. Like they they seem within the overall scope of the Star Wars universe, they do seem to be like this little. It's like the Green track. Inferno in like, Star Wars. Exactly. Yeah. Almost exactly, because they were going to eat people. Yeah. And you kind of imagine, they didn't look like they took stormtroopers as prisoners, so mm -hmm. what happened to all those Imperial officers? And they worship C-3PO as a god, so that means that they probably don't come in contact with, like, contemporary technology. So, yeah, I don't... Why were they celebrating? Maybe it was just because they were like, oh, these horrible overlords have come from another planet and they're making us fight their war thousands of us are dying they're like oh good it's over that's gotta be it <laughs> I, I, you see my, my thought was Although always the Yub Yub song apparently means freedom somebody translated that even though the lyrics are literally Yub 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 maybe it's an inflection thing it's like excuse Cantonese. me sir that's fucking racist this song is called Yub Nub Yub Nub <laughs> Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so much more adorable. It's Yub Nub, thank <laughs> you. You're welcome. I didn't know that. <laughs> I've always just said Yub Yub. I have hit... So you got two words. Uh, yeah. But I it's have... like, you know how Chinese has, like, tones? Are you aware of that? It's no. a tonal language. Every language has a degree of tonality. Like, if I say... Um, that thing over there versus that thing over there, that's two different... Things. I just asked a question versus I made a statement. Um, it, but in Chinese, that's codified. There are actual different tones. Um, so they could say the same word. In uh, Mandarin, I think there's only four tones. But in Cantonese, it's like 16. 
or something crazy. I'm probably wrong on both counts. I don't know. I don't speak Chinese, Michael. I just have a very vague notion of See, why that language is difficult. See, you're trying to educate our audience, but you're educating them in the wrong things. No, I'm educating you, because this, this is an audience... This, this overall experience, I think that the theme of off-time jive really is not geek news and reviews. It's a white guy educating an Asian guy about Asian stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and it's... And it's... I'm going to change the title to that. <laughs> it's a rather verbose title. Yeah, a rather verbose title. Yeah, but no, I always I always see that as the, the Ewoks were happy because they get to eat a bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. That's, that's what it is. Star Wars, everyone. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to be Wookiees, Michael. They were. What and then... You, what if you didn't know that? What if that was the one thing you didn't that was, know? That was actually the one thing I didn't mind. know, yeah. But it was... George Lucas was trying to <laughs> commercialize Star Wars at that point, so he really, uh... He really pushed forward with the, uh... Ewoks. We're gonna make little fuzzy bears. They're gonna have. Does Build a Bear Workshop? Why does Build a Bear Workshop not consistently have Ewoks? Do they not? I believe they did at one point. That should be something they always have. Yeah. Well, you know. Oh look, there's people outside. Anyway, um, I don't see. You know, I mean, I believe it because it does sound like a stupid George Lucas call, but. Why not just make them Wookiees? You know what I actually heard recently? Because people would buy Wookiee toys. Oh, yeah. How many people buy Chewbacca toys? Especially it's even fucking easier because you just have to take the Chewbacca action figure and give him, like, a different belt. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually heard out... I heard from someone last night, actually, they were talking about why Gary Kurtz wasn't the executive producer for Revenge of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Revenge of the we've Jedi. Been, we've been over this. I still don't understand why you insist. George Lucas was able to save $963 annually. Well, it's like... I, it, it just... I don't know where that nerd rage comes from in you with that. Because it's just... It's it's an inferior title. It sounds stupid. I like the title more. It looks better on a poster. No, it doesn't. Revenge Fuck of you! The Jedi, it How many posters do you own? It doesn't sound accurate. Several. I don't hang them up. It doesn't sound tonally right. You don't sound tonally right. It sounds like right. a horror movie. Yeah, after what I just explained about the Ewoks, is it not fucking horrifying? Yeah, but that could go either way. You could just go, oh, they're, they're just celebrating their freedom. And that's stupid. Yup, nub. It's not a scary movie. Yeah, yup, nub. Anyway. Yup, nub. Um, no, the reason why Gary Kurtz wasn't the executive producer for Revenge of the Jedi uh, was because he had a big falling out with George Lucas. Because George Lucas sucks. Yeah, and um, what was the falling out about? The falling out was about Gary. Kurt Gary Kurtz was always that he was a proprietor of pushing that The Empire Strikes Back was going to be the darker film. It was going to take the characters in new directions. It was going to be a more gritty experience. Mm -hmm. And after Empire Strikes Back was a big success, uh, he was like, "All right, we're going to push it even further. We're going to push the envelope with Revenge of the Jedi, as it was titled." And uh, say, like, it's going to be darker, we're going to take these characters, we're going to bring them into this one thing, and it's going to be all story-driven about the characters. And George Lucas was like, no, Gary, you don't understand. The audiences don't care about the characters, they care about the spectacle. They want to see the special effects. They don't care about George, they don't, they don't care about Luke Skywalker or Han Solo. It's just about the explosions. It's kind of, as, as, as asinine as that is, it's kind of true. Look at movies that do really well, like Fast and the Furious. Transformers, or yeah. Transformers. No one make all the money. No one can't really make that argument that, like, no, I watch Fast and the Furious because of Dominic Toretto's character. I don't even know who that is. It's Vin Diesel. Oh. I watch it to see The Rock flex off his cast. <laughs> and then have a subsequent 45 yeah, seconds he's of screen go time. To work. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. But um, but no, Star Wars. It's uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll do a, a an actual Star Wars themed episode no. closer to the Force Awakens. Never coming out. Um, but yeah, Star Wars. I'm excited. I'm very excited. Mm -hmm. I wake up every morning and the first thing I do is watch the trailer. And before I go to sleep, the first thing I do is watch the trailer. So uh, it's 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 unbelievable that there's still two more fucking months to wait for this movie to come out. Mm-hmm. I'll go by fast enough. Not for you, because you're a little girl. Yeah, everything goes slower when you're a little girl, mm -hmm. apparently. Uh, time feels like it. That, that's that's true. Not, not the girl part, but uh, <laughs> when you're younger. The younger you are, the longer time goes, because you don't have a frame of reference. Once you're like my age and you're like 80, 
you know, a year only counts for a very small portion of your life. So, relatively speaking, it's just like, eh, it doesn't seem that long. For you, when you're only four, one year represents like a quarter of your entire existence. Exactly. It's about relativity, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw, well, I actually saw um, one of my friends took me a pre- to a preview screening. I don't of, have any friends. Of uh, The Last Witch Hunter. Oh, the... The new Vin, Vin Diesel. Diesel thing. Apparently, that film is the whole premise of the film is based off of Vin Diesel's D and D character. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was awful. Yeah. And almost never am I that mad at an editor when mm-hmm. I leave a film. Really. But that movie was awful. What was wrong with the editing? Um, have you ever seen Taken Two? No. Okay, Columbiana. No. All right. Well, I put it this way. Whenever there's a solid shot of action, mm-hmm. it's not filmed well. And then it's cut together so choppily that you don't know what's going on. I turned to Dom, like, within the first five minutes of the film, there's an action sequence mm-hmm. with Vikings. And I turned to Dom, and I was like, I have no idea what the fuck's going on. That and he not, was, that's not always an editor's fault. Um, that could just be an incompetent fucking DP that, or director that doesn't know how to shoot a sequence. Well, like, I mean, the the film, the director was, I don't know what his name was, but he directed the film called The Crazies, which came out in 2010. Oh, okay, yeah. I that, actually really enjoyed that movie. Uh, yeah, it was a critical success, oddly. Yeah, it was weird. Like, it came out of left field. I but watched I, it, and I was like, I don't I don't hate it. I like it, but I like those kind of movies in general, so I'm just like, why this one and not any of the other ones? Yeah, and it, that was a film I really enjoyed. And when his name came up at the end, I'm like... This guy, I liked his last movie. Like, what the fuck happens? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it was a DP then. Maybe it was the double I penetration. I don't fucking know. The movie was bad. Don't watch it. Okay, yeah. I won't. Um, so did you hear Justin Bieber's penis is on the internet? <laughs> that I did hear. I actually heard. I forgot who I told me, but someone said that it was very creepy. That it was their fucking new wallpaper for their phone. Yeah. That's fucking weird. Yeah. Can you imagine the types of people? No. Those fucks. I don't want to imagine. Um, I don't want to know that people like that live in this world. What, Justin Bieber? Yeah, that too. Yeah, but we also, we also, me and you saw Crimson Peak. Oh, uh, we did. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. It was not memorable. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I feel like Guillermo del Toro is suffering a, a decline in his... This movie had less substance than Pacific Rim, but Pacific Rim was enjoyable, mm-hmm. at least in some regards. Yeah, the story just wasn't there. It just didn't matter. I didn't care about anything that was happening. Yeah, the char- well, I mean, the characters aren't there, really. Like, Tom Tom Hiddleston, like, looking at him... Got to see his butt. Got to, yeah, you got to see his butt. Um... <laughs> But in no, the post I was, office. I Did was, they fuck in the post office? Yeah, they fucked in the post office. Why? Because it's the post office. Uh, why does the post office have beds? Because this this whole film... Look, this, this whole film is an advertisement for the post office. Yeah. All right? Post office is suffering a major a major hit retail-wise. I'm like, listen, we got to think of some way to get people to the post office. Let's have people have sex in the post office. You know what'll get people excited about post offices again? Tom Hilston's ass. And they were right. Yeah. I think the one solitary line I remember from that film is, we need to get you out of the house. Um, let's go to the post office yeah. tomorrow. And I'm like, that's fucking post- exciting. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking post office. Fuck yeah. <laughs> post office like a motherfucker. So, yeah, this movie... Um, it's one of those movies where they spell out everything that's going to happen in the first five minutes via metaphor. Yeah. Which isn't always a bad thing, but in this case, it wasn't necessarily a good thing. I, I feel like this this film, though, what they did in the very beginning was the opposite of what happened. Yeah. I mean, totally. Because in the very beginning, uh, the no. main character... No, You're no. You're a liar. It's, You're a fucking liar. In the very beginning of the film, uh, main character, A... She uh, she's writing a novel, mm-hmm. and she makes it very clear. It's like, uh, and her, she's her writing publicist a ghost is, story. oh, it's a ghost story, and she's like, no, it's a story that just has ghosts in it. Right. Right. Now, the whole point that her editor, her publisher, says is like, you know what? 
And you need to put in a love story. Because that's what's going to sell this movie. Mm-hmm. Now, with Crimson Peak, I feel like the opposite happened. I feel like Guillermo del Toro went to the studio with a love story. And the studio was like, you know, it's going to make this movie sell. You need to put ghosts in it. Nah, nah, I don't think that happened at all. I don't get that impression anyway. Because uh, he's just, he, he does those kind of movies. But, uh... I think the I ghost element seems so lazily tacked on. Yeah, it doesn't I, need to be in the film. Right. Although if it wasn't in the film, it's like... Why um, watch the movie? Why watch the movie? Yeah. It's like, I like those kind of stories that have, you know, a fantastical element that is not the driving force of the film. Right. Um, but if you're going to do that, you have to have a story that's interesting. Or you have to at least make that, you know, element mm-hmm. relevant. Right. Or use a lot of practical practical effects. Put a monster with eyes in his hands, um, eating a big feast. Yeah, um, that fucking clip was terrifying. That's such a good movie. I love that movie so much. I love everything about that movie. Um, and this no the, was you, not that movie. You told me there was one thing that you hate about the movie, and that's the fact that it's Spanish people. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that obvious. I thought I thought that goes without saying. Um. <laughs> Because everybody feels the same way, right? <laughs> we just need to get them out of this country. I don't have any problem with the Spaniards, but they shouldn't be in America. Future President Donald Trump, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's all. That's all. I don't know if they could sense sarcasm on a podcast, but that was sarcasm. I don't have any problem with Hispanics. Well, I do, but like no more than I have with any other people. I just don't like people in general. I don't... I, I don't dislike people based on color or ethnicity. You dislike I just, people based on the fact I that just, they're people. Yeah, I dislike people <laughs> generally. Um. That's that's see that's why you that's why you have podcasts where you can sit around and listen to something or talk on something and pretend like you have friends. Yeah, you know what really fucking blows, dude? The subway. Um, now that we're talking about that, because I don't even want to talk about Crimson Peak anymore. It's just so boring. Yeah, it's it's a really if if you were if you were excited to uh, you know we'll just we'll just mention this if you were excited to see a horror film or a ghost story the movie is neither go see Paranormal Activity one thousand or whatever the fuck they're on Paranormal Activity is the new Saw yeah well it's Almost been the new exactly Saw exactly yeah. because they come out with one once a year and they're, they're all, all shit. awful yeah except for the first one although with Paranormal Activity the first one was bad too um, yeah Saw one was good Saw two was not good, but it wasn't awful. Saw 2 was watchable. Yeah, it did everything that I wanted it to do, I guess. Um, it was Saw 2 was the cube. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but, and I don't remember any of the other ones. Yeah, no. It's, it feels like Saw's that franchise where they had a very intellectual writer talking about the complex duality of man. Mm-hmm. And in order to heighten that aspect, you have his best friend... Who writes torture porn all day long and like you know what let's make a movie and it's going to be a metaphor for human nature and we'll see how it goes and they do that and the studio is like this movie was a great success so writer fuck you we don't need you we need torture porn guy mm-hmm. and then torture porn guy wrote the next six movies by himself yeah the, i think that it's kind of the perfect analogy to crimson peak it's like the torture porn element of it was there it was present and it was prevalent but that was not the point of the film. Um, the point of the film was exactly what you just said. But the subsequent films, they were just like, eh, we'll just do the torture porn because it sells just as well. And they were right. They were right. They were very right. It's not about the characters. It's about the spectacle. Yeah. But uh, George Lucas is a genius. He's fucking, he's a genius. He's a master of uh, the human condition. We, we still pay him every time I buy a fucking action figure, so... I don't. I do. I, you know when the last time I bought a Star Wars action figure was? What, 1977? Probably. I don't even remember. Buy a, go, just go to comic book stores and buy them like second hand. Buy the old ones that are traded in because no money goes to them. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Good point. Um, but no, Crimson Peak... I, Not that he needs any more it's, money. It's, 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 a, it's, it's a love triangle story is what the film's about. There were a lo- This is the element that I feel like the studio probably put in more so than the ghost. I feel like the ghost had to have been part of the pitch. We're going to spoil it because I don't want you to go see this movie because it's a waste of money. Um, and time. So hey, go watch Pan's Labyrinth. Tom, yes, please go do that. Tom Hiddleston's character in this has a sister played by someone 
that I've never seen before. You've seen her before. No, I haven't. Yeah, you have. And what? Uh, a lot of things. She was fucking in The Martian Didn't most see recently, it. Interstellar. Didn't see it. I can't remember her name now. Jessica Chastain. Still don't know her. All right, but continue. She looks like the lady. Uh, she looks like a Dina Menzel, sort of, but she's English. Um, there are these two limey Brits that come to America in search of money, and because uh, Tom Hiddleston's an inventor. Yes. Um. So they find Alice in Wonderland from the Tim Burton Alice in Wonderland movie, and he decides he wants to marry her. But it, this turns out to be a giant scheme. Um, they just he marries these people, then they kill him, and they take all their money. Yeah, because he has that sex with his sister. It was almost like Agatha Christie-esque. However, yes, his sister and him are fucking. Although there was like there there was a moment in the movie where I felt like was she his mother? Because um, she said maybe not. She was talking about how they usually abort the babies, but she wanted to keep this one. Yeah. Was it her mother's baby? No, it was hers. Okay, so she's his sister and his mother. No. This is where it gets confusing. What? No, what are you talking about? Because she raised him. Yeah, because he was his older sister. Okay, but who's... How? Because she said she kept this one, but she kept it a secret from mother. How do you keep a baby growing inside of a woman's body a secret from that very same woman? Well, the whole thing was that the mother just locked them up in the attic and... No, but if the mother's having Tom Hiddleston, obviously she's going to know, is what I'm saying. I'm not following. So she didn't abort the babies. She just has them and then they throw them away. I don't know. It doesn't fucking matter. Jesus Christ. Yeah, the movie's... It's not that crazy. This is the thing that I think was tacked on, was this weird Game of Thrones element, where they're like, you know what sells? Incest. Game of Thrones is really big. You know why? Incest. It's the only <laughs> no reason. No other reason. People love incest. They're, it's endlessly fascinating. <laughs> that, needs to be, that needs to be the fucking intro. Just that one audio clip. Yeah. <laughs> People love incest. <laughs> but I feel like that's studio thinking. They're like, well, okay, Game of Thrones. Is, this is like, because you, you're starting to see more Game of Thrones crap in other pop culture. Oh, yeah, fucking, what's her, what's, I mean, you're seeing, like, all these Game of Thrones actors appear in endlessly shitty films. Right. Well, and that's, like, natural because they're, you know, popular now. But Well, um, fucking Egret was in Last Witch Hunter. Was she? Yeah, she was one of the witches. Oh, yeah, I did see her in the preview earlier. I think probably the most optimistic-looking role that I have is, uh, I don't know his name, but the actor who plays Tywin Lannister. He's going to be... Dance. Yeah, he's going to be in all films, Pride and Prejudice... And zombies. and zombies. Yeah. Yeah, they take weird projects. I don't know why. Um, Kit Harrington did uh, Silent Hill Revelations. Kit Harrington and Sean Bean did that. Movie. They yeah, that is actually correct. Yeah, and Kit Harrington also did Pompeii. I want to say which was last year. Mm-hmm. Also bad. They were both really bad. I don't know what like what is that? Why does that happen? I don't know. Anyway, you're, what I'm, my point is, you're starting to see these weird little elements from Game of Thrones popping up in other films. Um, not necessarily the actors, because it's, I mean, they're actors, they don't count. Yeah. But, like, the sword in Star Wars has to be a big broadsword now, because Game of Thrones is popular. Well, I mean, that um, was in Star Wars before. What? The, the hilt on the lightsaber. Where? It was in the expanded universe. That doesn't count. Fuck you. <laughs> um... There's another siren going by, and we can do nothing about it. It's just going to chill there in 34th. <laughs> it's getting louder. <laughs> it's going north on 8th Avenue somehow. It is not a north... Oh, yeah, it is. Yes. God damn it. The I person think... is... Our... Okay, the person in that ambulance is clearly going to be dead before you get to the fucking hospital. Just shut it off. Word to the wise, don't have a heart attack in New York City. Even better, don't have a heart attack on the subway, because then not only do you stall the fucking train, but you fuck up everyone's day. Is that what happened earlier? Maybe. I, I've been on... I, I don't understand, like, the fact that when someone gets sick uh, on the subway and they throw up or mm-hmm. anything, the conductor of the train literally has to stop the train, 
get out, see the person, and then sit with them on the subway platform until the paramedics arrive. Yeah. Holds everyone up by about 20 to 30 minutes at a time. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to people before, like, you're, they're fucking up everyone's day. I mean, I'm sorry that they're sick, but get off the train and leave. Yeah, exactly. Um, but people are like, but wouldn't you want someone to, like, wait with you? Fuck no! <laughs> I'm not going to be the, 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 the sole root of 80 people's aggression yeah. for the morning. I hate the subway, man. It's just the most awkward experience. Especially for somebody like me where I lack... Like, my brain is fucked. Um, I don't know how to function as a normal human being. Probably mentally wrong in some way. It's because you watch too much Game of Thrones, obviously. It's all the incest. This is a train horn on a car. They put a train horn on a car to be a bigger fucking cunt. No, 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 keep honking because they fucking care. Everybody fucking cares. I'm just going to lay on the horn because these cars that are, just move, move, just go. You can't. It's fucking traffic. It's New York. Go somewhere else. Well, I mean, the whole thing, <laughs> you know, when I was younger, I used to believe the whole, the whole root of traffic, the issue was that it was just one person at the very, very front going really slow. Probably. It could be. It's the butterfly effect. Could be some asshole fucking jerking off on the side of the road. Then somebody has to be a rubbernecker and go, is that guy jerking off? I'm going to go slow to just to see. And then all of Manhattan has to shut down. I saw someone. I was standing in Brooklyn. I was at the Borough Hall stop. I was coming back from school. And someone just walked up to the edge of the platform, dropped their pants, and started pissing onto the subway track. Good. This And every... And the, su- the subway tunnel, it's it's pretty silent. Mm-hmm. Everyone's usually, like, on their phone or, like, listening to something. But it's pretty silent. So when you just start hearing, like, the pee noise, and then someone will go, oh, yeah. Everyone stops what they're doing and just turns and looks. Yeah, everybody sucks. <sighs> you know what I hate on the subway most of all? Like, I find these weird new things to hate whenever I'm just, you know, on the subway. Because, like, usually I don't get to sit down. Because it's a, uh, I ride the blue line, which is very crowded all the time. Yeah. Today I got to sit down. Because um, I came over at around noon. It's not a high traffic period. But going on, coming from like the Natural History Museum, which is where everybody gets on, all the tourists get on. Family of tourists where their kids get on the train. Um, and I was sitting at this point. Which puts you in perfect eye level of, uh, of, of younger kids and the thing is on the subway one of my biggest things just in general i don't know what to do with eye contact it freaks <laughs> me the fuck out like i can't make eye contact with other people it, it makes my brain explode but what's good about the subway usually is so does everybody else nobody wants to make eye contact everybody wants to ignore each other but kids do not have that mechanism in their brain yet where they don't, don't look at other people so i don't have any place to put my eyes because they stand directly in front of me and they're just looking at me. It was this little kid. He was, like, looking directly at me. And I don't know what to do about that. <laughs> I don't know. How, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I can't put my eyes anywhere. Because if I put my eyes over here, then I'm looking at somebody else. If I put my eyes, usually I just stare directly up. But there's no way. Because this little fucker won't stop looking at me. And if I was a normal person, if I was like anybody else, you would, like, engage him. You'd be like, hi, hi. But I don't know what to do about that. Because I don't do small talk with normal people, let alone children. Because there's a whole new set of rules with that. Like, I can't just be like, how's it hanging, chief? I can't, like... <laughs> There's this all of the, like, ew, pervert. Exactly. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. There's nothing I could do that doesn't make me look like a fucking pedophile I, if there's a I, child in front of me. Because I can't, I can't engage him. And then I can't not engage him just physically because there's nothing that I could do about that. There's a, I would love any way uh, to just make this stop happening. I imagine, I imagine there's, like, a little kid, like, standing in front of you looking at you. He's just looking at like, that fuck's your problem? I mean, there's stuff. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing inherently wrong with it. I see other people do it all the time. They're just like, hey, hey, and then they have this like magical way of 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 communicating with other people with a smaller human being. I don't understand being. how communication works, Michael. I don't like. I hate small talk. I could do this because we don't have to worry about like, hey, how's he going? How's he, how are you doing? Did you see the Mets won the thing? I don't know oh, how yeah, small talk works. Wrong, by the way. I think that I'm mildly autistic. I don't get small talk. 
Wait, Back to the Future, what? Cubs win. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the Cubs reversing the Mets, and the Mets won. I, I, I even know that the Cubs never won. Why would they guess that? It was probably a conceit in the film, right? Where they're like, oh, huh. Probably. I don't know. Anyway. <sighs> don't have hoverboards, but have oxboards. Yeah. I don't know how to, like, this is why I never talk to anyone ever. Because I don't know how it works. Because there's this magical part of the conversation, right, where you have to, you have, you have to get people calm. You have to be like, I'm on your level. Or whatever. You can't just go in and be like, you know why Game of Thrones works? Because incest. <laughs> you can't do that to a stranger, because then they freak out. You certainly can't do that to a child on the subway, because then you get, a, you get fined or arrested or something. You get put on a list. What list? The, the I don't, sex offender registry. I don't know. Like, you can't talk about Game of Thrones to children, obviously. I'm like, well, what do they watch? I don't know. Rupert? What the fuck's Rupert? It's a thing that keeps coming up on the Nickelodeon quiz up, which apparently was Wait, a show what? on Nickelodeon in the 90s, but I've never seen it. I've learned all of the questions now, though, because I played it a long time, so I know everything about Rupert, but I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what that show looks like, if it's live action or animated. I don't know anything about it. Yeah, both of us, by extension, have now become addicted to quiz up. It's an app game where you quiz people and you can validate your existence to yourself yeah, by saying like, that you're better than everyone else at uh, trivia. It's, it's brilliant because, yeah, they have that ranking system. So once you, like, uh, most people don't stick to one category, usually. They do it a couple times and they get bored. But if you're persistent and you keep, you know, doing well, after, like, maybe 10 or 20 matches, they'll be like, you're the top 10 in your state. And I'm like, oh, holy fuck. Now I've got to defend this title. So I keep playing. <laughs> it's perfect. It's like heroin, dude. It's like they just keep you coming back. Yeah. I, I, I assume that's how drugs work. You yeah, want to defend I, your title. You're exactly. like, I want to be the biggest meth user in New York. I have a belt now. It's, it's, it's a regular belt. Yeah, but it's the meth belt. How can you tell? Because it's mine. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've had this game for about a week now, and I've since hit number one in Star Wars Original Trilogy in the state of New York, and I think I'm number eight in the United States. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. In Star Wars? In Star Wars. How many people are there? A lot, probably, because it's fucking Star Wars. It's under a million, right? I don't know. Let me check. Because Game of Thrones is 1.5 million, and I don't mean to uh, toot my own horn, but I'm the second best in New York. Well, you are tooting your own horn. That's exactly what you're doing. Exactly. I'm kind of a big deal. But, yeah. So, Crimson Peak, don't see it. Yeah. Last mm. Witch Hunter... Don't see it. What are, are there any other like Halloween movies other than Paranormal Activity One Hundred? Uh, you know, not that I am aware. Unless Green Inferno is still out in theaters, which I can't imagine it is. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think so. Yeah. What happened to that? Oh, fucking! You know what is coming on though in October? What? Ash versus Evil Dead. Oh yeah. yeah I've they heard sent of that. you free gifts. Not yet. Fuck them. They didn't send you any? No. It's because they're racist. Probably. It's racism. Yeah, probably. I still got my foam chainsaw. Still got to see the first episode before everyone else. I'm happy. They're going to take it back. They're no, probably going to no, take it back. No, they're not. Fuck them. Mm -hmm. Give me back my foam thing. But, um, Ash vs. Evil Dead. Very excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we have to talk about? Batman 5 Superman. All right. So, just, and now, well, they just officially... Um, biggest budget ever. And it's still going up. Yeah, for a film. Of all films? Of all films. The record... What's the budget? The record was set initially... They're done shooting it. How could it keep going up? <clears throat> I don't know. It's still going up, I guess, because of advertisement constraints, I guess. Uh, well, usually they don't measure... Usually they don't, they don't count put that. ads, yeah. Right. But from what I understand, uh... The previous title to have the biggest budget was held by, of all movies, Pirates of the Caribbean 4 on Stranger Tides. Yeah. And the budget for that film was $410 million. Now, Batman 5 Superman. Also, Dawn the world's franchise. most expensive porn, also based on Pirates of the Caribbean. What? The most expensive porn film ever shot um, was like a parody of Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean. Really? Why, yeah. why do you know that? Why wouldn't I know that? That's a fair point. Um, no, that's like, I've never seen it. Um, uh-huh, yeah. I don't, well, I'm not into, like, that's not my thing. Like, mainstream, like, high-budget porn. 
Not, that just it, does, it all looks fake to me. I'm like, I don't the, care. The Japanese animated style. Not really. <laughs> I prefer like amateur stuff. <laughs> Alright, moving on. I, we're moving no, on. I just like I like to look like it we're was shot on. on a cell phone. That way I could pretend it was like somebody I know. <laughs> it makes it more. Alright, we're moving on. Okay. We're moving on. This looks like a real person. So, so I don't like big fake. <laughs> we're moving on. <laughs> I don't know. So, but you know, no, 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 no. no. You, you lose the ability to talk. We're no, we won't talk about my pornographic consumption, but porn in general. I don't know, like, why do they make? I, that's just so strange to me. Like the big budget, because there's a lot out there. I don't see how they don't get sued sometimes. There's like, um, um, um. I don't know. I don't know. Fuck it. What were you want? Did you have something important to say? Yeah. So Batman Five Superman Dawn of a Franchise um, has just hit four point no four hundred ten point eight million dollars. Yeah. So. Four hundred eighteen. Four hundred ten point eight. Oh, so it's a point eight higher than that. It's porn a point one. eight higher. Yeah. No, it's it's not a point eight higher than the porn one. It's point eight higher than the pirates one. No, when the porn parody for that's gonna come out. How do they not get sued over shit like that? Are you still in the porn one? Yeah. <laughs> I, they, they couldn't do like a direct parody of this, right? They couldn't put some guy in a bat suit and have him um, fuck Wonder Woman. No, he'd be or fucking Superman. Superman. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a whole other category. <laughs> That'd be like a, a separate parody. I'm thinking of something, but I'm not going to say it. Why not? I'm just not going to say it. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Well, we've fallen far. Um, have we? <laughs> yeah. we didn't have very, That's up to debate. We did not have far to fall. Um, so, yeah. The subway sucks. The subway sucks. Fucking Star Wars High Battlefront. High budget porn is baffling. Star Wars Battlefront. Did you have anything to say about that? Yeah. I have to get going, like... Almost in like yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about that next time, I suppose. Star Wars Battlefront, not gonna play it. Fuck you, EA. Get out of my house. Get out of my house. <laughs>